0: songs is produced before a limited audience at the historic lyric theater in lexington kentucky
1: here on the louisiana hayride his name is
2: hank williams
1: <laughs> the <Drifting Tower. laughs>
2: on the grand Ole opry
3: bill monroe and his bluegrass boys <laughs>
4: Hi, this is Emmy Lou
5: Harris.
3: Hi, folks. This is Sam Bush.
5: Hello, this is Odetta. This is Joan Baez, and you're listening to the Woodsongs Old Time Radio Hour.
0: And now, gather the family around and sit back in your easy chair. It's time again for the Woodsongs Old Time Radio Hour, our worldwide celebration of grassroots music. Let's welcome folk singer Michael Jonathan.
3: Here's an old song that became popular in America, especially rural America, in the 1920s. It was sung by the first star of the Grand Ole Opry. He was a banjo player named Uncle Dave Macon. And he did something at the end of this song that I cannot do, that's yodel. So Uncle Dave Macon did such a fine job at this that we decided to invite our friend, 12-year-old, Phoebe White and she's gonna yodel this beautiful old song called Over the Mountain
6: And I couldn't forget if I tried. He lives far away over the mountain where the little birds sing on the trees, and the cabin's all covered in ivy, and my Ollie, he's waiting for me. Trees. And the cabins all covered in ivy, and my Ollie's waiting for me. When well, the day I bid goodbye to Ollie is a day I will never. For the tears bubble up from their slumber And I fancy, I see them yet And they look like the pearls of the ocean As he with his tears of love And he said, my dear girl, don't forget me Till we meet here again or above For it's over, it's over On the trees, and the cabin's all covered in ivy, and my Ollie, he's waiting for me. For it's over, it's over the mountain, where the little birds sing on the trees. And the cabin's all covered in ivy, and my Ollie, he's waiting for me.
0: Songs is presented in part by our family of Wood Songs partners and by VisitLex.com, an online vacation guide to visit historic Lexington, Kentucky. While in Kentucky, you can visit the cafes, horse parks, music festivals, art and cultural world of Lexington, the home of the Wood Songs, old-time radio hour. And by Ear Trumpet Labs, handcrafted microphones used by Roots Music and Bluegrass Musicians worldwide online at eartrumpetlabs.com.
3: And welcome, everybody, to the... Beautiful and historic Lyric Theater in our hometown of Lexington, Kentucky. We're broadcasting all over the world from Australia to Ireland, New Zealand to New York, Yuma, Arizona to the Yukon and Northern Canada, everywhere in between well over 500 radio stations broadcasting our celebration of the music of the front porch. That's how we describe what happens on wood songs. Artists come from everywhere to be on this broadcast. You don't have to be famous to be on wood songs. You just have to be very very good, and that is the case of both of the artists that we're going to introduce you to, plus an amazing WoodSongs kid. So let's go ahead and get started. He is from a Grammy Award-winning group called Carolina Chocolate Drops that uh, single-handedly reintroduced the music of old time and uh, and rural country music to the uh, to the airwaves and to the audiences. He's on his own now. He's going to do a banjo medley called "Knocking on the Banjo." Please welcome the amazing Hubby Jenkins to the WoodSongs all-time radio hour.
2: Texas Traveler. I'm going back to Louisiana. Down the road, what do I see? Down the road, what do I see? Police and sheriff coming after me. Where you going, Texas? Where you going, Texas Traveler? Where you going, Texas Traveler? I'm going back to Louisiana.
3: Banjo Midley called, knocking on the banjo. Hubby Jenkins, it's nice to have you back. It's it's been a while. It's good to see you.
2: Thanks. Good to be seen. Good to see you too.
3: Now you uh, you you spend. Uh, well, let me let me back up even more. How does a young New York City uh, saxophone playing bass bang playing, <laughs> playing kid? You were, like, five or six years old. Get into the world of, of uh, roots music and blues, you know, discovering blind Willie McTell and Charlie Jordan and Robert Johnson and stuff. You, you were just a little kid in New York City when all this was going on.
2: Uh, yeah, when I was in high school, I got into playing bass, and I was in a band and <clears throat> called The Squabs, and we thought we were really good. We were worse than we thought we were. And, uh, <laughs> but but isn't, got... that,
3: isn't that always that way, though, when you are a kid, Yeah, right? except for,
2: just, like, The Beatles or, I don't know, B.B. <laughs> King or something. but. Uh, and then I got into Bob Dylan, and, and someone turned me on to the fact that Bob Dylan's first record is a bunch of blues covers. So Country Blues was kind of my first real love, and I had a girl break my heart and put in a mix CD that a friend had made me, and the first song was Devil Got My Woman Blues, and I was, that was it. Hooked. Well, it was
3: blues man Willie Dixon that said, you get the blues when your uh, uh, baby leaves you, and you get the blues when she comes back home. <laughs> so, so, you know, the blues has, a, has a sort of a reflection of the American heartbreak in a lot of ways.
2: You know, the blues is... Uh, it encompasses a lot of the experience of being black in America and being American, and all of that stuff is in blues music. So, uh, I always tell people if you want to know about black history, just listen to some blues music. It's all in there.
3: You know, we were talking when I introduced you. I mentioned the Carolina Chocolate Drops, which is a huge part of your your resume and your musical, wonderful Stop musical it. history. But there was a there's, there was a lot of artists like uh, uh, Ebony Hillbillies and 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 uh, Horace Weston and, and guys like that that were trying to reintroduce the banjo back into the culture that it was taken from, and you and the Carolina and uh, you know Dom and Rhiannon and others you know you helped re, rebirth that that uh, music and that art form back into the culture that originally gave it to America.
2: Uh, thank you. <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, that that's a very important mission. You know, there are many reasons that we do not have enough time to go into that black people were kind of removed from uh, the narrative and the history of traditional American music and from the roots of American music. And so Carolina Taco Drops, that was the main mission, ed- re-educating people, finding empowerment, uh, black empowerment in ourselves through playing this music, and going into what have become Vastly white spaces and giving people the re- visceral reaction of seeing a black person play this music. That's and, what the main goal is. And the, of the
3: reaction of, of of young people of color, of all different colors—white, black, Asian, Hispanic—yeah, you know, hearing hearing mentors like yourself reintroducing this music, it, it, it takes it takes a, a power of its own, especially
2: for these kids, right? I mean, that's the hope. You know, like uh, you plant seeds and you hope that things will grow from them. Uh, You know, our our main is like, know your history, know whatever you like, whatever background you're from, whatever you enjoy, you know the history that enriches the activity, it enriches the song, it enriches the music. Um, And I, I guess a country would also benefit from reflecting on its history as well.
3: Anything that unifies us again, right? Anything that brings us together, that opens up the music of the front porch to everybody, and really, this is what this music is to me, anyway. Uh, you know, there, there's there's a, a lot of great collections, like and I don't know if this uh, had any impact on you or not, but like like the Harry Smith anthology, for example.
2: That was the Bible in my house for a very long time. Well, tell, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, explain to the well, audience you, what that is. Sure, and you also talk about you know me being from Brooklyn. You know, well, I'm a New York. Me Yorker and my friends too, so. we were coming up. Our big connection was the New York folk scene that was happening in the 50s, 60s. So we went and hung out in Washington Square Park a lot. And, um, you know, you learn about Harry Smith Folk Anthology, this big collection of old-time 78 records, and get to hear it and um, see them all mixed together and see this big impressive compendium of (laughs) of songs. Good word. Um, It was just very influential and important for me feeling connected, especially at a time when I didn't know festivals existed or... Fatal competitions or any of that. I thought we were the only ones out in Washington Square Park playing this music. So. And so how did you start your, your professional career? Did you just jump right into playing clubs? Did you busk? What did you do? As soon as I started, I was just amazing at playing instruments. Like I'm just the best banjo player that's probably ever been uh, around. Of course um, you are. But no, when I first started playing, I, I, did a, uh, I had terrible stage fright, so that was a problem. And one of the ways I got over it was through busking. So I would just play in Washington Square Park, play in the subways all the time. Uh, I bummed around a little bit hitchhiking and doing that kind of stuff and just, you know, you got you to gotta play well if you're going to get someone to give you a dollar while they're rushing to work. Well, I was going to say, busking is not
3: an easy thing to do, period. It's even a harder thing to do to try to make a living at, especially, like you said, you know, in, in New York you know, people are always in a rush to get someplace else. They're not necessarily going to stand there and be your audience, per se, right?
2: You know, I'm, I'm younger than I look, but at the time when I started busking, like, people didn't really have iPhones and iPods and all the time, so they weren't Blocking out the entire universe uh, while they were commuting, so people would hear it, and just be like, "Oh yeah, that's a comforting sound. That means I'm almost at work, and I'll throw a buck. Or, <laughs> I'm almost home. Here's a buck." So yeah.
3: Well, he's a he's a, uh, a great uh, pioneer of the modern day American roots music.
2: We're very glad
3: that he's here. He's going to do a tune called "Cuckoo Bird." It's Hubby Jenkins on the Wood Songs, old time radio.
2: so high. So I can't see Willie as she goes on by. Well, cuckoo is a pretty bird. She wobbles as she flies. She never hollers I see you walk in, well, woman, tell your mind. Your mind is to marry and leave this town.
3: Banjo work of Hubby Jenkins on our Wood Songs broadcast. If you want to know more about Hubby Jenkins, uh, we, we visit his music, revisit what you're hearing on our broadcast. You just go to the Wood Songs website, click on the archive page, this is show number 1,046. You can revisit Hubby Jenkins' performances, as well as our next artist. We're continuing our journey through uh, uh, the rural sound of traditional music. Here's a three-piece group uh, that's home-based in our our own uh, Commonwealth of Kentucky, as well as New York City and elsewhere. They're going to do a tune called uh, Pike's Peak. It's an instrumental. Please welcome Downhill Strugglers. To the Wood Songs, Old Time Radio. It's a fiddle instrumental called Pike's Peak. It's Downhill Strugglers. Let's say hi to the fiddle player, Jackson Lynch. Hello. From Ireland. Sort of. Thereabouts. Thereabouts. So so uh, uh, your group, the Downhill Strugglers, used to be called the Dustbuster, Buster, which, which was a very popular group. And uh, you have us new incarnation and, and, and stuff. And, and you, uh, part of your claim to fame is that you were part of the soundtrack to Inside Llewellyn Davis, the Cohen Brothers film, which is a big feather in the cap. So how did, how did uh, Downhill Strugglers form?
7: Uh, the Downhill Strugglers formed out of the dust of the Dustbusters. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. Slight change in the... the uh, the configuration and um, uh, Eli and Walker asked me if, I was just kind of learning fiddle at the time and they asked me if I would play fiddle in the band. So I had I, known these guys for many years and had been playing with them just informally and so I was very happy to join and start a band
3: with these guys. Well standing next to you is the uh, banjo player Eli Smith. Let's say hi to Eli. Yeah. Like uh, like Hubby Jenkins, you're a, you're a New Yorker, like myself as well. Don't hold that against me, people. So so now you uh, you have a uh, kind of a long history in the folk world, which I think you know for most people in New York City they remember, you know the the Washington Square days and, and the you know the Pete Seeger days and, and stuff. But things have really changed through time. How's the folk scene in New York
5: now? Well, it's good. Um, I'm from Greenwich Village originally, Is that's where I grew up, and I knew that there was a history of the music there and I was very interested in that. Um, today, there's a, a place called the Jalopy Theater and School of Music. And that's, that's I, something that you're helping run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I help run the Jalopy Theater. I, I run uh, our record label, Jalopy Records, which the Downhill Strugglers is, is on. Mm-hmm as well as the Brooklyn Folk Festival I produce and the Washington Square Park Folk Festival. That's a lot, Um, that's that's a lot.
3: My compliments to you, (laughs) that's not an easy thing for an artist to pull off, my compliments to you.
5: Well, thanks, and and, um, that's all part of the Jalopy Theater, which is a venue as well as music school and stuff in Brooklyn, so if if you all like this uh, kind of music, roots music, folk music, uh, please visit us at the Jalopy Theater. So how did uh, you know we asked this of
3: of hubby how did how did you start in all of this? I mean Pete Seeger, you know, in the struggling days put him put out a, a little banjo book that became extremely popular mm-hmm. among the limited audience of banjo players but came, it kind of became the bible how to play the five-string yep. uh, you know banjo. You've done the same thing. You you put out your own banjo book which is a, Yeah I did. one of your many parts of your resume so so where did your interest as a young kid come from in all of this
5: I I heard Pete Seeger uh, when I was a little kid and that was um, that was very good he was uh, a wonderful uh, just a wonderful musician a lot of people forget that was the sheer musicianship mm-hmm. um, but I I, yeah, I like Pete Seeger I liked Woody Guthrie I heard Mississippi John Hurt Then I heard the uh, Harry Smith Anthology, the Anthology of American Folk Music. Um, I heard the New Lost City Ramblers. They became very influential for me. And it was just a process of discovering the music when I was young, yeah.
3: You know, odd, you know, time marches on. Sometimes, you know, things get lost in the digital dustbin of time. You know, but Pete Seeger was a huge influence on so many. A lot of folks listening, you know, may not know the name or think that, you know, is he related to Bob Seeger? You know, (laughs) no. But he was a fantastic, uh, you know, if you listen to some of the solo Carnegie Hall type you know, performances that he did. His banjo, he was very adept at, at the banjo playing. He was good. He yes. was very, very good at it. And so, w- w- was he a prime influence for your own banjo playing? Or
0: well,
3: were you more, blue, more when, bluegrass oriented?
5: Yeah. When I was a teenager, a young teenager, I got to... I met Pete Seeger a few times and I, I even got to visit him at his house there a couple of times. But when I was young, I, I got to meet him backstage at a show. And he actually showed me a few things about how to play the banjo when I was just starting out. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was great. But since then, I, I've, I've found a lot of other uh, banjo players that I've modeled my own playing on. I, I play in various styles of old-time banjo. There's a few different styles. Uh, there's uh, the claw hammer style that a lot of people are familiar with. There's, uh, you can lead with the thumb or the first finger. It's, it's different and from bluegrass banjo, and it predates bluegrass banjo. And it's actually a very diverse way to, there's a number of ways to play. It's very diverse music in its own way. It's a wonderful
3: instrument. It's really just part of,
5: uh, of America's uh, front porch culture
3: right now, which is, which is great that so many are, are taking it up. You guys are uh, uh, three fantastic musicians. They're going to do a tune called Casey Jones. It is the downhill strugglers on the wood songs, old time radio.
1: was slow, turning to the bomb, and the words he said, we'll make risk of it, we'll all be dead. So open up your water and a shovel and a cold but head out the window, see my driver roll, run her, we will run her till we run her up the rail, cause we ate hour late with the western man. was a Casey John And Casey came into a mile of the place And number four staring him right in the face Turn to the bomb and boy you better jump Cause the two locomotives are going to bomb Good train. Look in the box for Casey Jones. He's a good old rounder, but he's dead and gone.
3: Worker Shepherd on guitar, Jackson Lynch fiddle, and uh, main vocal Eli Smith playing that banjo. Altogether, they are the Downhill Strugglers. We'll get back to them in the second half hour. We've also got Hubby Jenkins, founding member of the Carolina Chocolate Drops, on our broadcast. And wait till you meet this week's Woodsongs Kid. We will be back right after this.
0: You're listening to Woodsong Show number 1046, broadcasting around the world by the foothills of Appalachia in Lexington, Kentucky. If you would like to attend Woodsongs broadcast, you can find reservation and show schedules on our website, Woodsongs.com. We'll be back after the break with Hubby Jenkins, Downhill Strugglers, and an amazing Woodsong Kid on the Woodsongs Old Time Radio Hour. Witsongs is presented in part by VisitLex.com, welcoming families from all over the world to attend a broadcast in historic Lexington, Kentucky. Witsongs is an all-volunteer-run celebration of grassroots music, providing a multimedia front porch for musicians and artists worldwide. You can visit our archive pages, attend a broadcast while in Kentucky, or become a Witsongs partner from our website, Witsongs.com.
4: Hi, friends. This is your old buddy Ralph Stanley, and I'd like to tell you that you're listening to Michael Jonathan and the Wood Song's Old Time Radio Hour.
3: And there's a voice that we miss greatly, Dr. Ralph Stanley. Welcome back, everybody. We're coming to you from the Historic Lyric Theater in our hometown of Lexington, Kentucky. We're at the crossroads of America's folk and bluegrass music. We are broadcasting all over the world, over 500 radio stations like Arizona Public Radio, WXDR in New Orleans, WHYR in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, KDLG in Bristol Bay, uh, um, Alaska, and uh, Mount Vernon, Illinois on 88.9 FM. Just a few of the stations that are airing Wood Songs. We're also on American Forces Radio Network. It puts this show on the radio in 177 nations, from South Korea to Kuwait, plus every single military base in the world, every U.S. naval ship in the world, every Coast Guard vessel, sailing in North America. And as always, we want to say hello to the men and women that are tuned in, the public that gets to hear. Uh, broadcast uh, playing on their uh, radio stations in all of these countries. We're on public television coast to coast, the RFD television network, and we are also in schools. If you're a teacher, if you're a homeschool parent, and you go to the Woodsongs website, click on the classroom page. We have an array of these broadcasts with lesson plans ready for middle, high, and college-level kids, and for that reason, we invite a youngster from somewhere in America to come on our broadcast. They get to sing one song in the presence of seasoned and touring artists like Hubby Jenkins. Downhill strugglers, and we have ourselves a fourteen-year-old guitar player. Let's welcome Lily Goble to the show. How are you doing, Lily?
8: Good, how are you? Good.
3: Now you're here with your brother. He's thirteen, and he's playing the banjo, right? So yes. now, what is it like in your home? Do you do you practice together as brother and sister, or yeah. do you just like play during the TV commercials?
4: We play all the time. Play There's all the time. always music at our house. So
3: when did you start?
4: um I started playing piano about four years ago but I've only been playing guitar for about two
3: years two years and you're on a worldwide broadcast (laughs) that's pretty good and your brother's here he's got the five string guitar uh, five string banjo now he's 13 he's a year younger than you how long has he been playing the banjo
4: Couple years it's The same maybe. thing um, as you,
3: right? Just a couple years. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to hear you guys play, and you've, you've, you've picked a song called uh, uh, Listening to the Rain. This was fa- made famous by the Osborne brothers, yes. right? So it's just you on the guitar, your brother playing banjo, and you're going to sing the song, right? Yes. Okay, let's welcome her to this week's Wood Songs Kids, 14 year old Lily Goble. <laughs> 13-year-old Lily Goble, wasn't that something? And her, uh, her brother, 13-year-old uh, Noah on the banjo. Good props on that, good playing. We gotta mention too that uh, young Noah, 13 years old, is also a two-time Kentucky State Junior Fiddle Champion. So this is a We are officially inviting uh, Noah back to come on as his own uh, Woodsongs Kid position. We'll see him soon and unfortunately, uh, hubby Jenkins has to follow the kids <laughs> which is always the most difficult part of uh, of the broadcast and my heart bleeds for you, Hubby. I tried to run out but the security stopped me before That's I true. could <laughs> You know, you've been uh, literally all over the world with your music you've been at it for, what advice would you give youngsters like Lily and uh, Noah? They're just starting out 13, oh, 14 Oh, go into years accounting,
2: in. I would say get, get, out get out of the game <laughs> um, No, I mean, you know Play music. Play it and enjoy it and love it, you know. Other than that, you don't want advice from me, but play music and enjoy it.
3: The, I so. think the point is music doesn't have to be your livelihood to be a very powerful part of your life. Sometimes we run after the wrong things, you know. But, uh, but Within it,
2: reason, you know, but I think it's also okay for you to dive full-headed into artistic and creative endeavors, whether it's going to get you to uh, be very lucrative or not, you know. Just do it wholeheartedly and do what you believe in and what you enjoy. It's a it's a
3: beautiful way of life for those that are able to stick to it. Sure. You know, and that's, that's that. Well, it's true, is. right? So many people get frustrated and they quit. Oh, you know, okay. This is yeah. this is something that you really need to have your heart firm to keep on going right? because it can that. be can be painful sometimes. Forget about it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you're gonna do a you're gonna do a great tune here called Jonah in the Wilderness. Let's welcome him back, Hubby Jenkins on the Wood Songs.
2: Old time radio Hey John, Hallelujah, hey John. Preaching in that wilderness, preaching in that wilderness. Go yonder to the bottom of the ship, seeking you find a certain good hearted Christian. Oh, yonder to the power of God, seeking you find a certain good hearted Christian. Surely come back, so say the Lord, could not find a certain good hearted Christian. Oh, yonder to the hills I saw, seeking you find a certain good hearted Christian. Surely come back, so say the Lord, could not find a certain good hearted Christian. Hey, Hey, Jonah. wilderness. in that wilderness, God called Jonah, said to go and preach. Jonah declared that he would not go. Hit himself in the bottom of the ship, Search that ship from bottom to top. Alas, brother Jonah sent overboard. Comes the bird that dropped the seed from the seed that sprung the root, from the root that sprung the vine, from the vine that sprung the shade. Under that shade, brother Jonah laid. I walked right up to old Mary's room, try on the shoes, brother Jonah had on. When you get to heaven, I will sit and tell. I've escaped old oh, death and hell said, Hey, hey Jonah, hallelujah, hey, hey, Jonah. Preaching in that wilderness, preaching in that wilderness. Ship she rocked from shore to shore, ship she rocked from door to door. God declared that you going wrong, you're going to leave that living land. Hey, hey Jonah, hallelujah, hey, hey Jonah.
3: Hubby Jenkins, Jonah in the uh, Wilderness. And and, and Hubby, uh, creating an album, releasing an album, uh, you've, you've done that yourself. It's a lot of work to do this thing we call playing. Uh, how do you collect the songs for
2: an album of Hubby Jenkins? Um, well, one is I, I listen to music a lot, frequently. Uh, I do a thing where I listen to one new album every single day. Um, so I just listen to a lot of music. And when I... Try to think of uh, an album or a collection of songs I want to do. I usually pick a theme or, you know, I'm a, you know I like to tell people I'm hoping Jank because I play old-time music and talk about black people. So it's usually pick some historical thing or some reference that I want to talk about. Like the second part of the show, I'm doing a lot of gospel tunes. I've been thinking about what Christianity means to the black community through the history, starting from the beginnings of slavery in this country to present-ish day. Um, And so my songs allow me to tell that narrative or think about that narrative as I'm singing them or performing.
3: Do you find that the audience cares in that regard the way they did... In the 1960s, during the, during the, you know you had the Vietnam War, you had the civil rights movement, the economy was shaking around, you know you had the, the loss of Martin Luther King and then uh, Robert F Kennedy shortly after John F Kennedy was shot, you know society was really rattled in the 60s and you could tell you could tell in the music you could tell in the art you could tell in the way the the, the, the public was reacting to change. Do you, do you find that today as you're trying to present this music to the public?
2: <laughs> this might be a question that's slightly above my pay grade, but um, it depends on who you ask, right? Um, uh, seeing a, a cop kneeling on George Floyd's neck appeared very differently to, very, to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and also to a lot of news outlets or news sources or just Facebook. But um, so that that's a hard answer. The question, the question to answer: What does it mean to different people? It means a lot of different things. If you say something like, uh, the, mention mentioned the, the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., you know, I can maybe think that one of the differences we see there is that people got news from fewer sources or something like that, so when people saw Bloody Sunday or they saw, uh, what is it called, the My Massacre or anything yeah. like this, like, it was, this happened. Done. Fact. A fact is a fact, period. This is something that happened. But now we live in a time period where, you know, what we see and what we believe uh, can be distorted or not uh, in union with each other.
3: So you think, you think uh, social media, the internet, has diluted the
2: power of what truth is supposed to be? Um, I think that it's a tool that people have used for that purpose. Um, I mean, bad people are going to do bad things, you know. But yeah, I mean, we live in a time, you know, people benefit from us not getting along, right? From us not being united, from us fighting with each other, people benefit from that sort of thing. And I think that's bad. But also part of what, we, what I love about the music that I play and what, what my mission is in playing music, is being able to use this music to speak my truth, speak the truth of, what, of our history, and to share that with people in a way that brings us together as opposed to
3: dividing us. Well, let's let you do that. Here's a song called Station Will Be Changed After a While. It is Hubby Jenkins on The Wood Songs, Old Time Radio.
2: people in this world who will try to bring you down, but I'm on my way to glory for the way that story crown. No matter what they do or say, get down on my knees and pray. Station will be changed after a while. Oh, station will be changed after a while. When the Lord himself has come And my work on earth is done The Lord's station will be changed after a while And that good book it tells us All about that judgment day And that awful day is coming But I know just where I'll be you can bear me in the ocean, throw me in the sea, but the station will change after a while. Oh, station will be changed after a while. When the lone self has come and my work, oh, station will change after a while. Are coming, she's rolling through the land. Jesus is a conductor and he always makes his time. When you hear the whistle blow, you better be ready to go. Station will be changed after a while. Oh, station will be changed after a while. When the Lord Himself has come and my work on earth is done. on oh, station.
0: Thank you very much.
3: Hubby Jenkins on our broadcast. If you want to revisit the music of Hubby Jenkins, you can visit the WoodSongs Songs website. Go to the archive page. This is show number 1046. You get to revisit Hubby Jenkins' performance on our show as well as our next group. They're going to do a tune called Goodbye Honey, I Am Gone. It is the Downhill Strugglers on the old Songs. Old-time-y. Well, honey, I'm gone. It is the downhill strugglers. Walker Shepard on the guitar, Eli Smith on the uh, banjo. Let's say hi again to Jackson Lynch, the fiddle player. So, born in Ireland, your your grandfather was a fiddler. Was this a big correct, was this yeah. a big influence on you as a young kid, seeing that?
7: Well, yeah, definitely. Um, I was born in Ireland, but moved here when I was quite young. Yeah, my grandfather played uh, Irish fiddle music, and he taught me some of my first tunes on the
3: fiddle. So. And your dad was a guitar player? Yeah, yes. So this kind of music has been around. And that's a big tradition in Ireland. I know you moved to the States when you were very young, but yeah. but Ireland, this is a, that is a big, huge tradition for folks just to get together and play.
7: Yeah, definitely. Uh, my great-grandmother, who I never met... Um, supposedly she was a, a really good concertina player as well.
3: Yeah. And uh, Walker, Walker Shepard, you uh, playing the guitar over here.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: Was music and art something important in your home, or is this something you you, you took on later on in your teenage years? It was
5: Yeah, I started playing in my teenage years, but uh, my dad played a
3: little bit of guitar, so... Picked up some stuff. It's important to have, uh, It's n- let me rephrase that, it's nice when parents uh, introduce their kids to different art forms and allow yeah. them allow them to explore it, right?
5: Yeah, and he also introduced me to
3: other musicians. Uh, I met Peter Stample and John Cohen in New York through him, so... It's a nice, it's yeah. a nice little little uh, uh, perk when parents do that for their kids, Definitely. right? And uh, over here we have uh, uh, Eli, you uh, <clears throat> running the record label that the uh, that the downhill strugglers are on. The music business has really changed a lot just in the past five years, right? I mean, how would you describe the st- the current state? of music to the audience because they think hey, there's record stores everywhere you know people are buying CDs like crazy Everybody's selling albums
5: yeah I think it's like the rest of society and, and uh, America and stuff where there's um, a real stratification there's very famous very rich artists and then there's um, a lot of musicians and artists who can't you know can't sell a record very hard to get paid hard to keep going so there's there's not much of a middle class of artists so to speak it's really been stratified in that way
3: and more and more artists even famous ones are doing it on their own now I think you know 20 years ago John Prine kind of started the move for artists to take things in their own hand you know he started his own la- label yeah. at a time when Atlantic had have signed him or something else but he was like no I'm going to do it myself you know yeah. uh, a lot of artists just you know Righteous Babe Records is an artist owned enterprise that you know artists did it on their own
5: there's not a lot of uh labels that do traditional music Mm. that do really kind of down home grassroots uh, music so that's what i wanted to support and represent with jalopy records um of course uh, you know the downhill strugglers my own band were on there but we have more than 30 albums out a lot of different artists um contemporary uh, musicians playing traditional music as well as archival stuff and um some really interesting, rare music from around the world and uh, from across time.
3: Well, you're doing a great job. We congratulate you in a in an atmosphere where there's no record store chains left in America. Cars don't have CD players in them anymore. You know everything is changing. But so you know, if you love an artist, support them. When you see them, support them. Do something for them because it's it's rough out there. But you guys are uh, are doing well. You're going to do a, close our hour with going down the Lee Highway. This is the downhill strugglers on the Wood Songs. Time Radio. great having downhill strugglers on our broadcast. The great Hubby Jenkins, thank you Hubby for coming on the show. This week's wood songs, kid, 14-year-old Lily Goble and her 13-year-old brother Noah did a great job. We talked about Pete Seeger earlier in the show and he said something very interesting. He said, it's very important to learn to talk to people you disagree with. In a world of stress and tension, that's, that's a hard thing to do sometimes, but it's very important. One of the best languages of the world is something that Henry David Thoreau said. He said, in a world of peace and love, music is the universal language. So what we're encouraging you to do is do what Hubby Jenkins does with his music, do what downhill strugglers do with their music, do what our Woodsong kids do. Take your guitar, take your banjo, go to your piano, And turn your living room couch, your front porch, into the greatest stage in the world simply by getting your family together, getting your friends together in music and song. It is the most calming, beautiful source of peace in human history, and we need it now more than ever. My name is Michael Jonathan. I'm a folk singer, I am a song farmer, and we'll see you next week on the Woods.
0: You've been listening to Witsong's broadcast number 1046. Michael's opening song was Over the Mountain from Phoebe White's new album, Unexpected. Our chief engineers, Jerome Galt. Technical assistants are Brian Clausing Eric Anderson, Mark Thompson, and Madison Sutton, directed by Maria Aclarich. The Witsong's crew member of the week is Lizzie Skinner, and our Witsong's partner of the week is Susan Peterson Blythe. Our show is produced with the support of VisitLifhts.com, Travel Host Magazine, the Bluegrass Hospitality Association, and the Clarion Hotel and Conference Center. Welcome to visit- from all over the world to Lexington, Kentucky. Special support provided by Hybrid Stream Water, Nates Coffee, the Staff Lyric Theater, and Ear Trumpet Mics. Woodsongs to the Woodsongs bar Register trademarks of Rachel Aubrey Music Our shows distributed worldwide by the Woodsongs Radio Network and PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. For Michael Jonathan and the entire Woodsongs crew, this is Dorothy Edwards. We hope you'll join us again next week for the Woodsongs Old Time Radio Hour. <laughs>